Hello and welcome in to this week's episode of the Recruiting Blitz. I am Greg Smith, Senior Recruiting Analyst here at Inside Nebraska, and I am joined, as always, by Jansen Coburn, our digital content extraordinaire. Jansen, how are you on this brisk Monday morning? I'm doing well, Greg. What's going on? Oh, everything and nothing at the same time, right? Like, I feel like there, there's so much happening uh, when it comes to the transfer portal, which finally opened up this morning, though it doesn't feel like it doesn't feel like it hasn't already. been open. Yeah, it feels like it's been open for the last week because the last week we've seen so many people um, go into the portal. Uh, but then we've got some Nebraska news where it turns out it's come, uh, picking up a huge commitment um, here recently and then another one uh, for 25. So we've got plenty to get into. So let's jump right in. Yeah, uh, last one was um, last commitment. We were talking about it before it happened, um, projecting what could happen. Grant Bricks, it's finally over after a long wait. He committed to <laughs> Nebraska. Um, it's been about a week, I think. Don't know the exact day, but uh, yeah, final thoughts on that, Nebraska pulling that out. Yeah, it's a, it's a huge thing for Nebraska to to land Grant Bricks. I think that, you know, there's there's certain players in each recruiting cycle, I feel like, that get a ton of attention from the fan base. And it's just like, man, Nebraska fans really want that one, that guy. And I feel like he's way up there. We, we make a list. Maybe I'll do that. Maybe it'll be a content item we do and, and, uh, for signing day. Uh, is like the top guys, like that fans were really locked in on uh, throughout the cycle because Bricks is going to be way up there. Um, and it's for a number of reasons, right? It's, you know, he is a true tackle prospect, a guy who everyone projects to play tackle uh, at the next level, uh, top 100 kid. And he's right next door in Iowa. I think that and it made a lot of sense for him to be a part of this Matt Rule rebuild. Um, and so, yeah, I think that there was a lot of reasons why Nebraska fans kind of globbed on to him. Uh, and he's a really good player, right? And I think that he fits into what they're trying to do. Um, so it's a great get. Like, you you have to have those types of players uh, on your team or get those guys into the recruiting class if you're, if you're going to build this thing up for Matt Rule. And, and building it from the offensive line and then the defensive line out, um, it, I think is going to be the formula around here. What did it take for Nebraska to manage to pull off getting him? Because I know he had a top four. Alabama was in the top four. I think they were kind of a long shot to begin with. But then really Oklahoma and Kansas State were really in it. And it kind of went back and forth. Between It seemed like it went back and forth between Nebraska and Oklahoma for a while. And then Nebraska mm -hmm. went out in the end. So, yeah, what did it take for them to win? You know, the thing that Grant told me that you you kind of I feel like we maybe underestimate in these recruitments is he talked about being really close with the players in the class and some of the players on the team already. He said that he had the best relationships team wise with with like the other guys at Nebraska. And I found that to be really interesting because, you know, it's, it's funny. He would remember when he was not going to take any of those additional visits and he was going to stay home and do that. He admitted to me that he kind of thought that 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 actually was the wrong move and it was a bad idea and he's glad that he went back out because it allowed him to get even closer to those guys um, and to see them back in Lincoln and all of that um, so I think that that was a huge deal and I think that the other part of it is is belief in Matt Rule and what he's got going on in Lincoln and the direction that he's going to take the program in um, is something that you know despite kind of the rocky end to the season that's I don't feel that confidence has wavered any whatsoever in the recruits and what Matt Rule is building 
Yeah, and then right after Grant Bricks uh, committed, I don't know if we I this just popped in my head. I'm gonna put you on the spot here. Right right after <laughs> he committed, Carlin Jones decommitted. Do you want to touch on that before we jump over to CJ Simon? Yeah, that's it's an interesting one because it, man, you do how do I say this? It's it's tough because he I think that Carlon Jones was was he obviously was looking around a little bit. Um and he wanted to take that Ohio State official visit. He hadn't he has not taken it yet. It's scheduled for December. It ended up getting rescheduled. Um there's also some potential for some other visits. Then I don't think that Carlon because of that, I think that he didn't want to sign in December. But Nebraska is in a really tough numbers position where they need to know if you're in or out, right? Um, and so I think because he didn't want to sign in December, I think that the, it was basically a mutual parting of the ways, right? Um, it, it, like he's a very good player and he's a talented player, but they also at the same time go look at the like three deep on the defensive line. Everyone's coming back. So it's not like a glaring need at the moment. So I think that they had to make a calculated decision to just say, okay, if you're looking around, go ahead and do it. Um, and we'll just kind of, you know, shake hands and part ways on this one. Well, regardless of them landing Grant Bricks and losing CJ Simon, they are, it appears to be slated to have a pretty strong recruiting class for 2024, which they should be wrapping up for the most part here in about two or three weeks. All right, but we did get some 2025 news with C.J. Simon, kind of, um, I, I would say Texas playmaker. He's an Oklahoma playmaker, so close <laughs> enough. So um, amidst all of the chaos that's going on on the offensive side of the ball for Nebraska, they managed to land a guy on that side of the ball. So what were your thoughts on C.J. Simon's commitment? Yeah, he's it, it's funny, like it kind of it, it felt like it popped up out of nowhere, like not in the fact that he had been a target because he was a target and he came uh to Lincoln for the for the first home game of the season. Was that northern Illinois that feels like years ago? Um he was here for that and really liked it. I remember talking to him after that about kind of the atmosphere and kind of what the coaches were building and he loved the fans and all of that. Um he's a kid who over the summer had had a really good camp circuit, uh camp season over the summer where he was really routing guys up and kind of one-on-ones at different camps. So that's how he kind of kind of burst on the scene. Uh, but he's a good slot receiver. He's shifty. Um, he, he's a kid that does a little bit of everything for his high school team, playing some some slot receiver, playing running back, playing defense, returning kicks. Um, so a versatile athlete for Nebraska's offense. Um, and I mentioned before about, about guys not – wavering about what the future looks like here he's another guy that told me that you know I believe in what Matt Rule is building I, he loves Garrett McGuire like that was also that was probably the number one thing in his recruitment was Garrett McGuire um, and kind of his ability to relate to his players uh, but still be a, a really smart coach um, and so he he has a high belief in what's going on in the future and I think that's a good gift for Nebraska it came at an interesting time because it's right as you know we're trying to wrap up the 24 class the portal is opening up there's all the talk about the quarterback stuff and then a kid commits at like 9 a.m on a Saturday morning it's it's perfect to get forgotten about like it is going we're gonna like look back in like six months and be like oh yeah he committed um but you're not gonna want to forget him because he's a pretty good player yeah Nebraska off to a pretty good start with the class of 2025 I I want to talk to him I don't want to talk too much about 2025 because it's already the 10 year anniversary of my high school graduation. <laughs> I'm not even going to ask when yours was, Greg. So yeah, let's not. Let's not go make there. us both feel old. Um, yeah. All right. This is going to be part one of probably many, many parts the transfer quarterback <laughs> talk. 
Portal opened up this morning, as you mentioned. I'm glad we're recording this morning on a Monday as opposed to our normal Sunday because a few more names popped into the portal that are, uh, let's just say, intriguing. So um, yep. who are some early transfer quarterback targets for Nebraska? That's been a lot of people want to know that answer. So who you got? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. it is. That that is the million dollar question. That's a question on every well, literally million dollar question. If you ask Matt Rule, in some cases, um, I'm going to start here. I'll start with the Will Howard thing. So it it has been reported, and I can confirm that that Nebraska did visit Will Howard this weekend. Um, so they're at least it, they're in the game there, right? Um, the other teams that we know that that visited him were Miami, USC, and Wisconsin. Um. It, that is an interesting mix of schools um, to begin with, but it, and it, each team kind of gives you something different and each team has kind of their pluses and minuses to their situation, right? Like it's it's an interesting list. Um, if that ends up being like kind of the list that he picks from, he does not strike me as a guy that will entertain a whole bunch of schools as we go through the process and all of that. So it wouldn't surprise me if he picks from those four schools. Um, I think that that's the very best quarterback that Nebraska is going to get or would be realistic to get. Um, and he's good. Um, he would be a really good fit for what Nebraska does. It's just going to be extremely difficult to pull um, Will Howard from Kansas State. Like that's going to be a difficult thing. I, I think that there are other quarterbacks, um, whether it's Blake Shapin, um, the quarterback at Bay from Baylor, that obviously Nebraska's coaching staff has some ties to um, MJ Morris um, out at, from North Carolina State, um, who I think has actually become underrated in all of this. He was really good before all the kind of weird stuff happened with them. And then like he left the team and all of that. Um, but I think that, the big thing that, that's happening here when it comes to Nebraska and, and transfer portal quarterbacks is that I think that everyone, and this is not necessarily exclusive to Nebraska, I feel like every fan base in America thinks that they're getting either Cam Ward or Will Rogers out of the transfer portal. And so in Nebraska, fans are definitely no different. We see it every single day on the message board, people talking about Cam Ward. And I'm like, I just don't understand like how we got there where Nebraska should jump over all of these teams to then like land Cam Ward. Like if you're Cam Ward and you've already been prolific in college and you're a, an elite, elite quarterback, what like why would you not go to a more tailor-made situation to then like have that team take the next step to get to the playoff, right? So I'm thinking in Oregon, Ohio State, like those are the teams that I think that he's going to be looking at. And maybe even like in Auburn, um, because they always seem to be in the mix. Um, and so it, it's just interesting, like how that kind of goes. I understand that fans want like the best of the best and you want like it has to be the top guy. But it, it is essentially like thinking, like assuming that Nebraska should get a five star quarterback. Right. Like it's kind of the same situation where it's just going to be difficult unless in a special circumstance where you were in it with a Dylan Rayola um, because of a special circumstance there. Maybe this that special circumstance is Will Howard. I don't know if he would be a five star. Maybe he would be a real strong four star, um, but we'll see how that goes. I think part, perhaps part of why Nebraska fans are so adamant that they're going to have top pick for a transfer quarterback is belief that they have strong bidding power. Um, as far as you know, how, how much do you think Nebraska has the ability to spend to get a big quarterback? And is, is that even something Matt rules necessarily interested in? Cause I know he put out the numbers of what a quarterback 
costs in the portal, but there's been debate as to whether he's saying that because he's saying uh, that's what you guys need to fork over to our NIL collective or <laughs> just that he's not looking for that type of player that's in it for the most money that a team's willing to spend. Man, that is a that is a super layered question, and it's a great one because I think that there's a lot of things happening at once within that question. I think that Nebraska, if I'll say to this, if does Nebraska have the money? Sure, maybe. <laughs> I am not convinced, and I've never been convinced that Nebraska's collective is just out here richy rich in it and is just like rolling around in dough. I don't think that Nebraska's collective is that strong. I, like when you look at some of the other teams that we've already mentioned, when you talk about Ohio State and Oregon and Miami and Auburn, like those schools, like you wouldn't think twice about them doing this to spend the million, million and a half to go ahead and get a quarterback. And, and one of, and they are, by the way, like Ohio State's getting somebody. Like Kyle McCord didn't just go into the transfer portal for them to not get anybody. Um, and so one of these top guys is going there. Um, the same with Oregon. Somebody's going up there and probably watching. Washington as well. And so that probably knocks out a, a handful of the very top guys, but that's besides the point. Um, then when it comes, so Nebraska maybe on the being able to spend the money. When it comes to does Matt Rule want to actually do that? I personally do not think that that's what he wants to do. I think that Matt Rule, if you gave him the option, like to just like pick exactly how the NIO money was distributed, I think that he would prefer the money to go to guys that are already on the team and that have already performed here in Lincoln. Now, that is it, that's fine once you get there, like, right? Like, once you get to the point to where the program is rolling, that can work perfectly fine. It's can you still get to that point without having to kind of you know, take a, an easier way out by paying a big time quarterback and then having him come in because yeah, of course there's, there's different locker room dynamics that come along with all of that. But the thing that I would, I always kind of push back against the, Oh, if you bring in a million dollar quarterback, it's going to disrupt your locker room. Well, it doesn't seem to disrupt places like Oregon. Like why, yeah. why are we so concerned with that? Like they win just fine. Like Ohio state's locker room is not going to be in shambles because Ryan day probably forced Kyle McCord into the portal and then is going to sign a big time quarterback. Right. Like they just go out yeah. and win. Like I, I, I wish that Nebraska wasn't so concerned about that that um but uh, that was a really convoluted way to say i don't think that matt rule wants to build the program that way which is his right and like i said it can work it's just going to be a little bit of a longer build than if you were to go the other way but of course i'll say all of that and they'll land one of those guys that, like it will be shocked yeah fair enough and obviously it's very early so will howard it's the only name we can confirm but it's, this thing's going to take its ups and downs and its twists and turns Greg, if you had all the money in the world and you were responsible for making the pick, and yeah. this is a dream scenario, who would you want from the portal for Nebraska? If you're looking at it yeah. in Nebraska's vantage point, who do you think they need? I actually, I do think if, well, okay, Cam Ward is the best player. Like, like so he would be the, the obvious choice. But as far as just like what in total they need. Uh, I think that Will Howard makes a lot of sense. I really do think that he would be um, a top choice for me um, because of that. He gives you that mobility, um, that, that ability to be able to still run a little bit of that option stuff. 
Um, I think he could survey a defense well. He's tough. He's, he's a veteran kid um, that could be a really good leader in the locker room. And so I, I think that he would be the guy that I would pick if I could pick anyone, um, which is why it's a good thing that they are at least in there with him. Um, but yeah, that it's tough because I, I'm hesitant to even answer because as we as we speak, more guys are going into the portal um, and Dylan Gabriel from Oklahoma just went in as we were, you know, hitting record on this. Um, he's an intriguing player, a guy who's played a lot of football um, and that could really help a team. Um, so you just never know. Like it is, we're, we're just beginning, but at the same time, like you're going to, Nebraska's going to want to have their quarterback this month because you want them to be here for winter conditioning. Yeah. And um, I think regardless of who they land, I think we can both agree that Nebraska is most likely going to be in a better situation coming out of this than they were going into the start of last season. And as far as their quarterback situation. Would totally agree. All right. Um, Well, like I said, we're going to continue to talk about this for, I'm guessing quite a while, I guess, (laughs) until they, um, they find their guy. So any other thoughts you have, Greg? No, it's going to be a crazy ride. Like if, if this morning is any indication, we're we're in for a fun one. And who knows where all this is going to land. But never fear, Nebraska will get someone uh, at quarterback. And we will be here to uh, break it down and talk about it. Uh, but that's going to do it for us today. Make sure you like this video. Subscribe to the YouTube channel so you guys get these videos dropped directly into your feed. We have full coverage of all things going on with Nebraska and the transfer portal over on InsideNebraska.com. Make sure you pop over there and check that out. We will catch you guys next time.